Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our second call for the month of September, where the book that we are covering is Working on Yourself Doesn't Work, Three Simple Ideas That Will Instantaneously Transform Your Life by Ariel and Shia Kane. So today, we're going to do two things on this call. One, talk about some of your experiences over here with the three principles of instantaneous transformation. And then also, because we're getting so close to October, which is my birthday month, and I just, I love everything about this time of year. So we're going to be talking about our theme for the month of October um, and the format and, and what's going to be going on in adventures with Amina for the month of October. So we have did our kickoff call earlier in September, and then after our kickoff call in the Facebook group, I put out each one of the three different principles that Ariel and Shia Kane talk about in their book and had us practice one principle at a time. And um, that's definitely a good way with this book to familiarize yourself with the principles. But in truth, it's when you apply all three of these principles at the same time that you have the results. So we only have a few more days left in September, but because this is instantaneous transformation, that's more than enough time to completely transform a situation. So over the last few days in September, um, my invitation to you all will be to actually practice all three of these in one specific area in your life, either with one um, specific event that's going on or desire that you have that's going on or just in, in one category, if you will, with your life. And just, just to, you know, what we do here in Adventures with Amina, we try something out, we practice, see how it works, see it might be your new favorite go-to tool, or it might just be, hmm, I tried it, that was interesting, ready for the new thing. So that's what we're going to cover on today's call. And I'm actually going to start. Um, Ariel and Shia wrote a kind of a three-page overview um, article about this book from on their website, Transformation Made Easy. And in the Facebook group, I've been posting some of the things from this article in there. Um, so I wanted to take a moment now just to read this article to you all because I feel like it's a really good, quick summary of the book. This is another one of those books. There's, there's a few books out there where um, I always tell people to buy the book because I think the material in it is so valuable that I want to support the author who put it out there by somebody actually purchasing their book. But it's it's something that could be summarized in, in three or four pages almost easily. Like you don't actually need to purchase the book in order to get the, the summary of it. So this is a three-page summary of the book. Um, but as always, I, I this is a, a book which I think could be summarized in three pages. But they use a ton of examples for those of you who are reading it. They show you uh, case studies of how they've applied these principles over and over again with groups of people to kind of make it real. 
And that's what the book does, very similar to the five love languages book. That's another one that I think could be summarized in a few pages. But the work that Dr. Chapman has done is so brilliant that I always recommend purchasing that book as well. All right, so with that, let me do a little bit of reading. Um, so this is called The Principles of Instantaneous Transformation by Ariel and Shia Kane. While reading this, it is likely that you will come upon some radically new ideas. There's a phenomenon that takes place when one is confronted with learning any new skill. There are moments of clarity and understanding followed by a complete loss of clarity. You could call it getting it and then losing it. This is normal when one grapples with something new. We suggest that you relax as you read about the three principles of instantaneous transformation. And don't put pressure on yourself to fully understand them if you find some of these ideas confusing at first. It is unnecessary that you understand or remember it all. As this book progresses, we will give you several practical examples of the three principles that will bring the concepts into sharp focus so that you can use them in your own life. Then, if you wish, you can reread this section. It is likely that all of the pieces will have fallen into place all on their own. There are three principles of instantaneous transformation. The first principle is anything you resist persists and grows stronger. Chances are those things that you want to change or fix about yourself have persisted no matter how many times you have resolved to change them. You become attached to anything you push against. If you resist something, at best, you narrowly define yourself against the thing you are resisting. At worst, you become just like the very thing you resist. Here is an example. Let's say that the fist, or so taking, taking your fist and having a hand, taking your hand, so take one fist, um, one hand make it a fist, the other hand have it be open. Um, so take your fist and, and uh, push it up against your completely open hand. And you'll notice that your open hand starts pushing against your fist so that it's kind of locked. It, it's not really moving much. So both sides are exerting effort and force. So let's say that the fist represents your father, who you're resisting, and the open hand represents you. You push against your father because you resist him, and pretty soon the open hand has assumed the shape of your father, and you become just like him in the opposite. So if you keep pushing against your open hand, you'll notice that your open hand to resist that will start to close. Your fingers will start to automatically bend over. So that's what it means about you becoming like the thing you're trying to resist. So your open hand starts uh, shaping into the same form as the fist around which is pushing against it. So I'll, I'll post this on Facebook so you all can see the, the diagrams as well. Rebels are not truly free because they define themselves in opposition to the thing that they are rebelling against. So anything you resist persists and, and sticks around. If you want a more scientific explanation for this, for every action, there is an equal or opposite reaction. That's principle number one. The second principle is also rules of physics. For example, if a person is sitting in a chair, no other person can sit in that exact spot in that exact same chair at the exact same time. In the case of emotion, you cannot be happy if you are actually sad. No two emotions can occupy the exact same space at the exact same time. 
If you are seated while you're reading this page, you will discover that you can only be seated in this moment of now. We have all been taught that we can improve our lot in life, but in this very moment of now, you can only be exactly as you are. Striving to attain an idea or an ideal is akin to saying that in some way you are imperfect or flawed. You may have an idea that you can be different, but in reality, in this moment, you are the way you are. If we were to take a photograph of you at this moment the picture was taken, you could have only been the way the camera captured you in that moment. You can't change the way you were. Life shows up in a series of moments of now. And in this moment of now, you can only be exactly the way you are. This is the second principle. So this is the second principle is no two things can share the same space at the same time, occupy the same space at the same time. Oops. The third principle is as follows. Anything that you recreate or have be exactly as it is will complete itself and disappear. In other words, if you let things actually be the way they are without trying to change them or fix them, without judging them as good or bad or right or wrong, they complete themselves and disappear. This includes psychological, physiological, and emotional pain as well as upset. If you let yourself be upset when you're upset, rather than trying to get rid of that feeling, think about the first principle, what you resist persists, then it will dissolve all on its own and disappear. Have you noticed that happiness is fleeting? Do you resist it when it happens? Do you say, oh, no, I'm happy again. I was hoping this happiness wouldn't overtake me. Happiness is not one of those things we usually resist, so it goes very quickly. But if we're upset or sad, these states have a tendency to linger because we generally don't want to be upset. So when we're upset or sad, so when we're upset or sad, we resist it, and therefore it stays longer. Disagreeing with how your life is showing up in this moment is a form of resistance. And don't forget, resistance results in the unwanted conditions persistence. Look at your life. Hasn't everything that you've tried to get rid of stuck around on some level? Those things that you push against when you said, I've got to change, I should be like this, don't resolve. That's the first principle. Again, the second principle is no two things can occupy the same space at the same time. In other words, if you allow yourself to feel what you're feeling when you're feeling it, that's the third principle, it will clear up and it will disappear. Awareness, a non-judgmental investigation, can free you from old patterns. Even things that have gone on for years that you've resisted, that you've tried to get rid of and have had New Year's resolutions about. If you allow yourself to simply be with anything, it loses, loses its power over you. However, if you resist an old pattern of behavior, you give it power over you. We're suggesting a way of being that involves surrendering to your life, not resisting the way your life shows up in each moment. Your life presents itself the way it does. It doesn't show up any differently. Again, you can't be standing when you're sitting. Now what you do with how your life is showing up is up to you. Let's come back to the first principle. If you resist circumstances in your life, they persist. 
If on the other hand, you simply notice your circumstances without judging what you see, if you just say, oh, this is the way my life is, okay, then unwanted patterns begin to complete themselves. However, you cannot accept something as a means to get rid of it, change it, or fix it. This is not acceptance at all. In actuality, acceptance with an agenda to change the situation is a manipulation to get what you want rather than experiencing or being with what you have. Transformation doesn't work that way. But if you actually genuinely genuinely choose to have what you have when you have it, it disappears. When you allow yourself to be the way you are and notice how you're being without judging yourself, a phenomenon takes place called completion. In other words, if you notice the way you behave without trying to change or fix yourself or without judging what you discover, those behaviors that you've been trying to change or ways of being that you've been putting up with will complete themselves just with awareness. But you can't notice it, and you can't notice it in order to get rid of it because that throws you back into the first principle, anything you resist persists. You can think of awareness like taking a block of ice and letting it sit in the sun. The radiant heat of simple awareness is enough to melt old, frozen, mechanical behavior. So that is um, an excerpt from Working on Yourself Doesn't Work, Instantaneous Transformation. And those were the three principles that we've been playing with these weeks. Anything you resist persists and grows stronger. No two things can occupy the same space at the same time. And anything you create to be exactly, allowed to be exactly as it is will complete itself and disappear. So this week, the practice, or for the last few days of um, September, the practice is to choose one specific area of your life and just see if you can raise your level of awareness in the area. And what that means is not having a reaction to it, not judging it as good, as good or bad, um, not having an emotional response to it to the degree possible. Just notice if you are having an emotional response to it. Notice if you are judging it and try to get yourself back into just the neutral observer position of what's happening without throwing yourself into that emotional state of being in the problem or being in the issue. If you can pull yourself out and just let it be there and see, see it for what it is without getting emotionally attached to it, and see if it completes itself. So two things about this. One, um, it's very easy to talk about these concepts. I mean, these concepts are basic concepts. I think most of you have probably heard all three of these concepts somewhere before, other books, other things you've studied. It's the application of the concept that the quote-unquote work, right? Because the actual understanding what these things mean not exactly rocket science. You've heard about this, what you resist, persists, etc. But it's especially in emotionally charged uh, areas of your life or when you really want something or you're really attached to something that these things start to become a really big challenge to just implement one or all three of these uh, principles. So that's why this is a practice. The practice to just see if you can do a little bit better than you did before. And each time you do a little bit better, each time you're able to sit with the pause for one second longer, you give the opportunity more chance to heal. And there will come a time, if you continue to do that, where there, with this situation where you will be able to say, you know what, this time I'm not getting on the roller coaster. 
this time, I'm not going to get emotionally engaged, and the healing will continue to take place. So if you're using something that's a, a challenging situation in your life, uh, this may not be a one-and-done situation. It's not like, hey, this is like the worst horrible thing that's happened to me. I'm just going to come and apply these three principles, and then tomorrow everything's going to be great. It doesn't necessarily work that way. So just be very gentle with yourself if you're applying this to a difficult situation. But I do recommend that you apply this to a difficult situation. So, you know, it's fine to practice this with easier things, but there's probably some one thing happening in your life or some one area of your life or some one problem, persistent problem that uh, keeps coming up over and over again, and this is a powerful way to heal that. So try it with those areas of your life, but just be gentle with yourself if it comes up again or if you're able to kind of remain detached for a few minutes and then all of a sudden something else happens and you attach right back in, that's okay. It's a practice to be able to apply these principles. So let me stop here and kind of open it up to you all. What have you noticed as you've been practicing these principles or even just as I've been talking about this, what are things that are coming up for you or ways that you think you might be able to practice this or want to practice this? And I'm on chat, too, so if you're on chat, you can write in. Has anyone been playing with these uh, three principles this month? Noticed anything? Um, and that's Melanie. Hi, Melanie. Hi. Um, I've been trying to, to play with them, um, and maybe you can weigh in here and I've had a lot of things going on lately, and one major one, um, because of the things that are going on, I, I basically don't have a job anymore. So I've been trying uh, to say, it, you know, it, I'll take a step back and I'll say it's okay, uh, go about my life, and then I, I find it creeping back. So mm-hmm. how would you, you know, the, the panic creeping back of, oh, my God, I'm, you know, how am I going to live? Uh, right. And then I try to step back and say, okay, it's okay, it's okay, it will work out. Um, how do you level out that roller coaster? Yeah, and, and, and here's the thing. If I had the magic answer to that, we'd all be, we'd all be drinking that magic potion. But that's where... <laughs> Well, and, and quite honestly, Melanie, you know, and um, I, I know some of the things you've been going through lately, you know, if I were coaching you in this moment, I wouldn't be like, hey, let's try to find these principles in a moment where you've got so much upheaval and so much change. So the fact that you even think of, think of one of these principles and you even take a moment to take a breath and go, it's all going to be okay, in a moment where there's so much going around you, the ability to do that is amazing, right? Because that's you could stay in a complete panic state and no one would turn around and go, oh, that's crazy. Like, nothing's going on. Why is she in a panic state? It would make sense. But the fact that you can even pull out of that panic state for a moment and take that deep breath is exactly how you, you apply these principles. You know, if you if everything was, it was just an average day of the week and everything was pretty okay, <laughs> not not great, not terrible, just, you know, kind of normal and stuff, 
And then you said, you know what, I'm, I'm really upset about, um, you know, the issues that I have with my mom, you know, and I've never really been able to resolve that. Let me practice these three principles with that issue when you're already in a completely kind of, quote, unquote, normal place. Okay, that kind of makes sense to say, okay, I'm going to take on something bigger. But when you're in something bigger, know that those moments where you kind of pull back and you go, I'm not going to resist this. I'm just, I'm just going to allow this. This has got to be part of some crazy plan that I don't understand at this moment. Just the fact that you have that thought is applying these principles in that moment. And the more you can do that, the calmer you'll get over time. But understand that even if you do it once, it's a pretty big deal. And if you do it twice, even better. And if you can get to three times, wow. Right? So giving yourself credit for in a difficult time, applying the principles that you know, which is something I don't think we always do. I think some, sometimes we feel like, oh, I already know, I'm, I'm supposed to know how to handle these difficult situations. I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to handle it this way, and I'm supposed to manifest this, and I'm supposed to manifest that. But in the difficult times, that's where the healing is happening. That's where the growth is happening. That's where the change is happening. And things are supposed to feel completely off kilter. And the fact that you can breathe through any of those moments is the victory. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yes, acknowledge yourself. The, the, the short answer to what you're saying is acknowledge yourself every time you do it instead of thinking about all the times you did it. So each time you do do that, say, wow, I'm really proud of myself because I just caught myself and I did it. Okay, good. Other folks? Okay, so there's some, some talk in chat. Um, book has been super helpful, noticing ease around smaller issues while the larger issues are taking more time. Definitely not once and done, as you said. Um, feel like the meditation allows the awareness practice to be easier. Uh, I like the permission slip to do something I've always wanted to do, allowing myself to do what has brought me even more things I've always wanted. Cool. Good for you. I'd love to hear more. Get Ken in chat if you want to. Um, Share more about what bringing what what you have been doing and what you have gotten as a result. Um, Dana, you're, it's like my new favorite song because I'm making huge shifts that are applying a lot of allowing and trust. So let it be by Paul McCartney. Yes, peace and relief, especially with principle two, meditation or doing breath work helps with these principles. Right. Anyone else want to share your experiences or anything yeah. I've talked about? Um, this is Leilani. Hi. Hi, Leilani. Hey. Um, Hi. I have realized that whatever I say seems to manifest quickly, <laughs> and it's mostly yep. positive, but not in a way that I anticipated. So one of the things is I receive miracles in all forms, and so my sister decided to visit me spur of the moment, but our relationship is getting better and more positive and it's something I think that I unexpectedly needed even though at first I was resistant towards it but everything (laughs) slowed from the time that I picked her up to now and it's only been a couple hours but this is the most peace that we've had in the last decade (laughs) (laughs) in the last decade (laughs) 
Oh, um, okay, Nancy, what part do you want her to, to say again? Can you hear me? Yeah, oh, I can hear you now. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. So um, about the miracles, what was she led off with it? Yeah, what, what's your, what was the affirmation? Is that yes. what you wanted her to say again? Yes. Yeah, Leilani, what was your affirmation for your miracle? Sorry, I muted myself. Um, my affirmation for my miracle was I'm just going to – I had I basically wrote everything out that I needed that I wanted in my life, but I wanted that relationship that we we just let each other be each other, and there was no judgments and there was no preconceptions with this with what was happening with one of, with each of us. So that was the. But what was the what was the what was the actual thing you said? Like something like I opened myself up to miracles oh, big and small. Oh, I give I give my permission to not feel judged by my past actions as I will not judge others on their past actions and come together as we are. So just so what about, to, there was another one you said, I don't know if you actually wrote this down, but it was powerful. We can look it up in the recording. <laughs> if it was just something brilliant you said first of all. Yeah. But yeah. Something, about, something <laughs> about miracles. I, I allow miracles, miracles find me. Oh, in all bigger. forms. So one of the things I always say is I allow miracles to happen to me in all forms. Oh, so I don't know okay. what I'm receiving. So I'm always receiving at all times. The miracle can be the sun shining on a beautiful, like my part of the city is sunshine and everyone else is cloudy. Or I get the last donut at my favorite shop. <laughs> or I get <laughs> I get these little sprinkles every day of something that I didn't anticipate, but I knew something amazing was going to happen in any form. So I didn't, I, love I, didn't, that. I didn't limit myself from experiencing anything this month. And because of that, I experienced even more. Yeah, I, I love that. So you're basically you're, um, allowing miracles to happen in, in all forms. That happened to me in all forms. And then the second thing that you're doing there is getting really excited about the little miracles, right, about the, the blessed donut, about the sun shining, and that's like a state of gratitude, right, to get yes. excited about that, which yes. then just opens up to, to, to bigger things. You don't have to focus on the bigger things being fixed. If you're doing, if, you, if you're setting the intention and keeping your vibration high, which is what being grateful is, then the bigger things start to kind of naturally untangle themselves and work out in these miraculous ways, right? You heard your sister was coming and you thought, oh, this may not be so great, but because you've been doing this practice, that vibration just went, flowed right into a, a, a harder area of your life and brought ease into it. Correct, exactly. Amazing. Amazing. So is she still there with you? Yes, I'm talking in the next room. She's sleeping still. I literally <laughs> picked her up at one in the morning. <laughs> awesome. And Dana says this and even more. So it's only the beginning. Thanks for sharing, Leilani. Thanks for letting me share. And thank you for the book. It was a great focus because when things seemed overwhelming and daunting in different areas of my life. I just focus on the principles and let them be as they are and let me be. Wherever I'm, whatever state I'm at, I raise my vibration. Yeah, and that's, that really is what, one of the reasons I love this book is because if you are in this world of 
self-improvement, self-help manifesting, one of the things that I think we do too much of inadvertently is focus so much on improving ourselves that we accidentally send ourselves a message that there's a lot to be worked on and we don't even realize we're doing it. So, you know, we're, we're in this process of trying to make ourselves better and don't realize that subconsciously sometimes we're saying, because the way you are right now is not good enough. And that's what I really loved about this book was to just, everything that you are in this moment is actually perfect. It's a perfect combination of everything you've been through and it's a perfect stepping stone to everything you need to be. And if we start with that attitude of everything that's happening to me right now is perfect, I don't need to resist it, I don't need to change it, where I am right in this moment is perfect, I don't need to change myself, I don't need to be more than I am, which I, I love that one because how could you be more than you are in this very moment? It's, it's impossible. You can only be what you are in this very moment. So that self-acceptance and self-love that comes from that and then the third of not getting so caught up in every little thing that happens, but letting things happen, knowing you're always taken care of and protected. And then you do naturally change. You naturally grow. You naturally come up with new ideas. You naturally are creative. That is the universe is supporting you in doing all of that without you actually, quote, unquote, doing anything. So the more we can tap into that state of being and out of that state of doing and controlling and making it happen, and more into the state of allowing it to happen, seeing the good and what is, being grateful for the small thing, the more the transformation just keeps happening all by itself. Without, We don't even necessarily need to be aware of it. And I liked that from the opening of this. You know, you don't have to agree with this. You don't have to remember it. You don't even have to be aware of it. It'll just keep happening if you can stay in that open, receiving, allowing the flow position. I love that. So we have someone in chat sharing. Um, so the share was um, feeling like they have a permission slip to do the things they've always wanted to do, and that's allowed them to get even more things that they wanted. And so the share is um, feeling like they were in a panicked state this past spring and decided to give myself one month to follow my dreams, and then I'd get back to work. I love that. And we have one month where I'm going to follow my dreams, and then I'll get back to work. Um, and then following my dreams, got, got work and was amazed. And so the book has helped me not fall back into the panic state again. I thought I could skip the allowing and receiving part. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks for sharing. And Dana's commenting is exactly what I'm learning right now. I'm assuming, Dana, the, the comment that I made about not being overly focused on quote-unquote fixing ourselves. Well, it was more about um, non-judgment of where I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's more about accepting what is and being neutral about it and not placing any judgment on it. Now, we spend a lot of time not being okay with what is in the moment. And then I know, I'm pretty sure I've shared this with you all before. It's one of my... My favorite things my eldest sister said to me once, and we were well, we were looking at pictures, um, you know, back from when she was in high school or something, and she just said, oh, my God, I thought I was so fat back then. I would kill to, I'd kill to be that weight again today. And it's, it's so true. Like, we look at these pictures and we think, 
I was, you know, back then I thought my life was was so not working or so miserable or so fat or I was so thin or I was so whatever, right? And then you look back at that picture and you look at where you are today and you think, man, those were good times. Like, I don't know why I was so worried about finding a job. I remember, um, I remember that I got rejected. I can't, okay, y'all, this is, this is a hilarious story because I didn't, when I was applying for jobs my senior year of college, there was one I really wanted. I remember it was to be an internal consultant, but I, for the life of me, cannot even remember what company it's for. And I really wanted that job. Like, it was the one. It was the dream job, whatever. And I got rejected. I didn't get the job. And I remember I had a big event. I was the president of an organization, and we had this big dinner. And I got the rejection right before, you know, the same day of the event. And I, I was all dressed up, and, you know, that I went to the event, and I emptied it, and, you know, did, did all the stuff I was supposed to do. And my parents had come down um, for this big dinner, and, all my friends were there and stuff, and of course I was like in no mood to be happy about anything. But I kind of, you know, bucked up and, and got through the night. And I remember coming back to my little apartment. My parents came over, and I was sitting on my bed in like this beautiful dress and heels and makeup and all this stuff, falling because I didn't get this job. And I was positive I would never get hired, and I'd never have a job, and I'd have to like move back in with my parents. And I like maybe I could become a barista at Starbucks. Like I totally remember saying all of this to my parents. Like it's senior year, half my friends have jobs. I'm the only one who doesn't. Blah 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 blah. Crying. I mean, bawling and all that other stuff. And then I ended up getting a much better job that just you know, of course, took me on a completely different trajectory in life. But it's kind of like, man, I missed that evening. My senior year is a big event. Like. I missed that entire evening because of one rejection letter. And now I look back and it was funny, you know. So it's hard in the moment when you're seeing something to know that the next moment is the one that contains the miracle. And if you can just hold on and just get through the tough moments, the miracle moment's right behind it. Now I'm looking at the conversation in chat. You're welcome for, thanks for the book, you're welcome. Yes, Dana, radical place to accept ourselves as is. Nancy sharing, letting something that I want to change to let it just be challenging. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks, Nance. Nance says I'm on fire today, you all. Probably because I'm really excited to talk about October. (laughs) So last call for talking about um, anything about working on yourself doesn't work before I give you all a sneak peek at into what is to come. Are you all ready for October? All righty. So October, I decided that the theme is going to be greatness. And there is a book. It's actually a series of, and the comic books are not the right word for it. Are they like graphic novels? I'm not sure. It's like an actual book, but they're all, it's all like there's a lot of drawings and comics in it. Um, but it's called Timmy Failure, and it's a whole series. I believe there's like four or five books now in this series. Um, but the very first book is called Timmy Failure, Mistakes Were Made. And uh, his whole tagline and his motto about himself is greatness. So the minute I came up with greatness as our theme for October, the first thing that came to mind was, Timmy failure. 
And his last name is Failure. And that is um, the theme of greatness and failure are two themes that come out through the book. So the reason that I love this book is because it's a children's book. Let's start with that. And as you read about um, Timmy, who's a detective, and he gets cases and then solves them, and as you read his interpretation about the information he comes across, it is so obvious that he's completely misinterpreting everything that's going on around him, like completely, like completely on the wrong track, totally. Um, But if you were to point that out to him, as people do in the book, he's like, yeah, no, I don't think so. See, I'm great. And so the truth is you're misinterpreting what's going on, even though it's pretty obvious he is throughout the book. But what always happens at the end of the book is that he always gets the outcome that he's looking for. And that's part of the reason that I chose this book because, A, it's hilarious and it's super fun and it's an easy read. You all could be done with it in probably no more than two hours. It's one of those, you know, children's books that you kind of just keep flipping. And it's hilarious. You'll be laughing out loud constantly as you read it. But what I love about that is he's so dedicated to himself and what he believes in that even when everyone around him is clearly pointing out to him how wrong he is, he kind of just takes that in stride, and at the end, things always work out for him. And I kind of feel like that's true about life. There's so often that we're on the wrong track and we're going the wrong way, and there's so many people around us that are like, ah, are you sure you want to do that? Because that doesn't, yeah, I don't know if that's the right way to go. And, you know, it's so obvious to the people around you what you should be doing and how you should be doing it and where you should be going and all of that stuff. And we kind of just push through this. And there's times on that path where we ourselves are like, am I doing this right? Am I on the right path? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? But life, if you notice, always ends up kind of twisting around in some weird way and working itself out. And so really embracing this next month what your greatness is and getting out there into the world and doing that, bringing that forward even if you don't know exactly how to do it, and even if you're not sure, and even if everybody around you is like, what, you're going to do what, why, why would you do something like that? It's very much inspired by, obviously, everything that's happening in the world today with, from the natural disasters to um, everything that's in the news. I, I, I've been saying this for a while. I know you all have been hearing me for a while, but we, it's, it's time, you all, for whatever your light is, whatever your gift is, whatever your contribution is, it's time for each of us to really step up and take some action towards how we want to contribute to this world. Because if there is a a cry for help or a bat signal in the sky, I, I can't imagine a bigger one than the ones we're seeing all around us today. And so this is the time you have the solution that the world needs right now. Each, each and every one of us has that inside of us. And it's time for us to just take a step into it. So all of the speakers this month, oh, so back to Adventures with Ominous. So we're going to have um, at least three guest speakers this month, potentially four, a call every week, and i got to work around um, our speaker schedule. So it may not be the same day of the week and the same time, but I'll create Facebook events, and then also there will be emails that go out about it. So we'll have four different speakers who – um, specifically, I'm going to be asking them about how they got over that hurdle 
from knowing what it is that they wanted to do, knowing that they wanted to contribute in some way, maybe not even having complete clarity on how they wanted to contribute, but knowing they wanted to do more, knowing they wanted to do something more, and actually taking action. That just fine, that mid-step in between knowing, being ready, wanting to do something, and then saying, okay, yeah, but I have a full-time job, and I've got this, and I've got bills to pay, and I've got all these things going on, and how they actually transition from leaping over that or however they did it. I'm, I'm just as excited to learn um, from all these folks as I hope you all will be too, and actually got into taking that action and moving forward. So one of the people who's going to be um, a guest is someone I know from my work with, Jack Canfield, um, Romeo Marquez, Jr. He is you all just have to experience him. He's one of those people that you just have to experience. You, you'll automatically fall in love with him. He just has that personality and that weight to him. Um, super fun, super funny, uh, just cool, hip, uh, has like this really awesome vibe to him, and yet completely deep, so knowledgeable, has so much wisdom, um, so much heart, so much authenticity, um, and his entire message is it's time. That's his, his, his tagline. That's all of the training classes he does. He works a lot with youth. Um, he was teaching a class in a college. He's just got a number of different things that he works on and very creative, like artistic, creative, um, does, has a background in, I think, dance. I don't know if he actually studied it or majored in it or just was a dancer for a long time. So just a really creative, cool guy, and I um, think that there's a lot. As I hear him speak, when I hear him speak, I'm always inspired to take great action. And he's also really good at um, inspiring you and also giving you some specific tips on how to do it. And then the second guest that's confirmed is Summer Shira. And she wrote a book that recently came out called Strut. Um, and I just literally am at the beginning of this book. I read the introduction and now I've finished the the first chapter, each each of the letters in stress represents something. So S T R U T are each a chapter. So I just read the first S, and uh, just some amazing insight and very much focused on grassroots change, grassroots taking what you have to offer and bringing it out into the world. Um, so she's going to be a second one of our guest calls, and then I've reached out to uh, two other people. So if, if and when they confirm, I'm pretty sure one of them will, and the other one was a long shot. Um, so send some good loving energy. Oh, I'm going to just tell you all who it is so we can all send loving energy to make it happen. But I reached out to Steve, Stephen Pastis, who is the author of Kimmy Failure, to see if he would come on one of our calls. So if you all can hold the intention, we'll actually just go ahead. I'm going to create a Facebook event with his name on it and a date for the call. And we'll just, like, call it done. And then we'll have it all scheduled and ready to come. And he'll just, like, miraculously join in. I'm going to use Leilani's, uh, what was it? I, I, I allow miracles. I ha- allow miracles to happen to me in all forms. So I'm going to hold that intention that he'll join us as one of our guest speakers as well. So that is our October theme. We have guest speakers very much in line with where I am Right now in my life as I'm, I'm looking around me and I'm watching the news and I'm watching the events of this world and I have so much to say and I have so many 
thoughts and so many people I want to hug and so many places I want to work and contribute and um, do stuff for. And I find myself kind of holding back and being like, okay, well, let me just send these two emails out and then I'm definitely going to get on that and I'm definitely going to write a blog post about that or I'm, I'm going to start doing stuff. And so I'm really ready to cut through all of those distractions and step more fully into my contribution into the world and my greatness. And so I will be a, a student right along there with whoever else is feeling in that same place on this journey this next month about how we really uh, fully embody this and fully take this on and step right into whatever our contribution is and what's next for all of us. So that is the theme for October, and I'm super excited. I'm excited about our speakers. I'm excited about what personally what I'm going to learn. I'm excited about the nuggets that we're going to get out of this. So I invite you all to join in that theme for the month of October. I invite you to purchase um, Kimmy Failure. I promise you, you will be entertained. The book is hilarious. Um, and invite others. If there's somebody else that you think would benefit from this, I think it's, it's great to do that. And the book, Kimmy Failure, too, I, I, the, I came across that because I was reading it with my nephew, who reading is not necessarily his favorite thing to do. Um, very different for me. I love, love, love to read. And so we started reading the Kimmy Failure books together. So if you have kids, young kids, I also strongly recommend that you um, loop them in on this uh, next theme that we have because it really is for all of us to step into our gifts. And so this is a, this is a, as good of a month as any, um, but I would say an even better month to really get your kids involved in our theme for this month as well. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you all have seen these posts on Facebook too. There's all these kids who have like lemonade stands to raise money for Hurricane Harvey and um, a friend of mine, her kids are uh, taking up money to build wells in, I forget which country, but they read about, like, water, kids dying because they didn't have water. And so they've been doing all these different fundraising, bake sales and lemonade sales and all this stuff so that kids can have access to water. So the kids today, I feel like, are so socially aware and they're so in that heart space of one world community and giving back and making the world a better place. I really feel like this theme for this month, for each of us to step more into that and also to have uh, the younger people in our lives, whether it's kids or grandkids or nieces or nephews or whoever it is in your life um, that's maybe in, you know, a generation or two behind you, to invite them in on this theme too, I think could be super fun for all of us. So that's October. Our um, Romeo, Robo Romeo is going to, I mean, do you all not just love his name? Seriously, of course I'm going to love him. Romeo is going to kick us off. Uh, Romeo and I are going to kick us off with a Facebook Live. So the first event for this kickoff is going to be on Thursday, October 5th at 4 p.m. Eastern. Romeo and I in the Adventures with Amina group are going to do a Facebook Live. live. And I don't know, maybe... Um, I haven't coordinated with Summer yet, so I don't know. Maybe we'll do a Facebook Live or we'll do a call. Or If you all have a preference to Facebook Live versus call versus any of that stuff, um, let me know because I'd, I'd love to hear your opinion. But that is what's going to be happening in October, my friends. And questions, thoughts, comments? Anyone else excited too? 
I'm going to take that as silent excitement. Okay, so October 5th will be our next Adventures with Ominous Facebook Live kickoff with Romeo. Thank you all for joining here today during the day. I appreciate it. And uh, sending you all love and apply this invitation and the practice and the way we're playing uh, for the next few days or between now and October 5th, let's put it that way, is to practice these three principles through into a specific area of your life and report back on Facebook. would love to hear how you all are doing it and what results you are seeing. And I hope that miracles find all of you surprising, amazing miracles for the next few days, well, and forever beyond that. Um, but I love that with Leilani, and let's all be miracle-focused for the rest of this month. And I'll see you live on October 5th on Facebook. All right, everyone, thanks. Have a good day. Thanks, Amina. Thank you. Bye. Bye, thanks. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.